on this week's episode of Friend Code, we're answering your questions. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani, and this week I'm joined by Michael Huber. Hello. Ian Hank. Hello. And uh, we're going to answer some questions submitted to us from patrons. Ah. $5 and up patrons, you nice. can submit questions to us. Must Each be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> must be very nice. Swimming in fun. When I put out that call for questions the week of our recording. So look out for that post if you're a uh, $5 and up patron. Um, just real quick, there was another week, another episode and no real major news from Nintendo again. Um, last time we did something a little bit fun. We did uh, imaginary achievements and we did a whole oh, yeah. rating game and stuff like that. <laughs> but we did a segment at the beginning where we did like a flash news segment. We ran down all like the mini headlines. I didn't really want to do that again. There was like there was no like attention grabbing headline stuff out there for this week. And uh, that you know it's a slow news with the Nintendo sometimes. Yeah. It's slow and steady. Yeah. Bunch of little games came out. Yeah, a bunch of little stuff came out. Uh, we played Super Mario Party last yes. week. That's a big release that did yes. come out. Had a grand old time with that. Dude, I loved it's that. It's the best Mario Party in a very, very long time, yeah. so it's it's very nice. Good to hear the positive yeah. vibes about that. It's, because It's somehow simultaneously less frustrating and less fair. It seems like it seems like Which it's more impossible. random. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an chaos. impossibility. <laughs> and f- funny maybe, chaos. Maybe we're just older now, so yeah, we, we, we know. Yeah, we're just we're, we're, we're able to temper to our emotions more. <laughs> we're we're fine with it, but uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll see. There, it's getting up on the point where there's got to be like another Smash Direct coming. They got a new Pokemon game coming out. Two new Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu. Pe- Pe- Pokemon. Let's go Eevee next month. Yeah. So they're probably gonna do one, like one one last direct for that. Was that in November? That comes out uh, towards the end of November. Okay. And uh, no, yeah, no, what do you think? Uh, what do you think the holiday Nintendo Switch bundle is going to be this year? Well, they uh, have they just announced a uh, Blizzard announced a Diablo, Diablo yeah. three bundle. There's the Fortnite bundle. There's the Smash Brothers bundle already, and there's the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. It's a lot of Eevee. bundles. So there, all the bundles are already known. Nice. Is there there's a Let's Go Pikachu Eevee bundle with a s- system and the ball, or just the bundle with? Forget the if ball. it comes with that. I just saw the headline that they're all getting one. Yeah, yeah. Tenders is doing this. It just works. hundred bucks for that ball controller and the game seems like it makes sense, I guess. It's 40 bucks for the thing and 60 for the game. But well, man. I, I, I don't know. I expect more than just me will be checking out the Pokemon Let's Go games. I'm, I'm actually, going to. I'm going to try I and love rev- that. I'm going to try and review You always surprise me. You always surprise me. I love that you're like so in on that. Like yeah. the, the Pokemon ball, dude. Everyone's awesome. so down on it. Yeah. I don't know. It looks fun. And well, I never played the original Pokemon, so. Definitely. Not only am I going to be Sick. starting playing the game that way yeah. uh, when I review it, but uh, also hope that we can maybe do like a... A group stream of us having to like play with the ball. Oh yeah, that'd be <laughs> like, great. Just taking turns and stuff, just having a good old time being Pokemon trainers. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe more news next time. Uh, I can't make the news happen, but we're gonna answer your questions. Or and... can we? Oh no, let's not, let's not play <laughs> with that power. <laughs> Ooh, history has shown how dangerous that <laughs> can some be. Some phone calls. <laughs> Our first question comes from Jesse Abraham. Do you think Nintendo and Ubisoft will have another Mario and Rabbids like surprise next E3? What kind of crossover do you think it would be? Feel free to go nuts and make something especially controversial for fans to go said go nuts again uh, when it gets leaked. I got some. <laughs> oh, Huber's leaked. prepared. I got some. Okay, leaked. Huber, what do you got? Here we go. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Whoa, is ready 
for some kind of. I mean, Mario Odyssey. I, yeah, like when he said, <laughs> "Can we stop real quick?" You said yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. I was like, I'm Mario Assassin's Creed. Okay, crazier things have happened. Mario right? with the hood. Assassin's Creed Origins had a full-on Final Fantasy 15 mm-hmm. quest line that was nuts. Like Arden came down, you could get Noctis's sword. So whoa, that's weird. Yeah, right. So the fact that you know this yeah. uh, relationship between Nintendo and Ubisoft seems genuine and yeah. and committed and long term. Committed and long term. Uh, I would n- and the fact that. Un, like uh, Origins had a kind of a life after it released, but Odyssey is—they're really committed. They've already said next year there's not going to be an Assassin's Creed, and that they yeah. really want people playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey for like a, a year. You know, the the DLC has been laid out every six weeks. There's like a chapter. There's a couple big story things coming out, so it's ready for long term growth. Uh huh. So what's so, your idea? So, throwing in some crazy Mario Odyssey okay. connection. <laughs> I, I, I really think they could lean into, so into would the, they, the so would internet. They have, so, let me get this. Let me try and envision this, Hubert. Yeah. Is Mario going to dress like in an assassin's outfit or attire <laughs> as close to possible and go around an environment like that? Like, he's going to sneak up on Goombas and Koopa Troopas I, I think- and do, like, stealth kills, like... Leap of faith thing and stuff. I, I think you you'll be able to get some like Mario costumes okay. or something. Uh, maybe they'll fool around with some weapons. Like they could have uh, like a hammer or something. Yeah, knocking down uh, walls and stuff like yep. that. Yep, just standing up there, just going. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of fun. I'm ready for it. You got any ideas, Ian? I mean, I think I don't know the sales numbers necessarily on uh, hey, we're going Kingdom nuts. Battle. We know about sales. Yeah. Well, numbers. I mean, I, I I assume I think that a, a Kingdom Battle two would be kind of a no brainer. Yeah. And I think I think that if Rayman himself showed up and maybe some mm. of his other friends showed up in there, I also would not be surprised by a Just Dance inspired. Uh, either joke or mini game or cutscene within uh, oh. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle two. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I, do, I just see th- I see them doing it again, but with as many more ancillary characters that they can put into it as possible. All right, uh, that would yeah. be my realistic guess. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I was going to mention that the probably the most realistic thing is a sequel to Mario yeah. and Rabbids. Feels like it's definitely going to happen. Uh, recently released Starlink has uh, oh, Star yeah. Fox integration into it, not just tacked on like yeah. full cutscenes, lots of VO, can play the whole game from start to finish as Fox and friends. But, so maybe Ubisoft can take a crack at Star Fox, but I think, just thought of it now, because uh, I wanted to go crazy with this. Yeah. All right. We're going to go with the Division here. Yeah. And we're going to have Samus playable in the Division with the var- the various was... suit going around, leading a squad and stuff. And in the Division, people got to go against some of like the, the Phazon corrupted uh, enemies and stuff from Prime. Yep. Shows up. Okay. I, was, I was thinking something similar, but with Watch Dogs, where like... Samus can like hack into mm. stuff, you know. Watch like she 3. falls back in time or something. Watchdog like, Three should be coming next year. Yeah, Watchdog like Three. Yeah, I feel like it. Good stuff. I love that. <laughs> Watchdog Three. Any yeah. chance Watchdog Three will come to Switch? 
Oh. Yeah, because can't you stream Origins but only in Japan on yeah. Switch? Yes. Or Odyssey, sorry. We got a question about that okay. coming up, but... Got it. Uh, I, I guess I meant more specifically, mm -hmm. do you think a physical or digital copy will like come to Switch? Or is that one of those multi-platform games that's going to stick to... Uh, Microsoft and Sony and probably and you know not Nintendo's platform. My gut says it's not, but my my heart. I'm gonna say yes because of my heart and because it's Ubisoft. But, but five months late. Five months late. Yeah, later. All later right. down the line. All right. All right. We'll see. Yeah. Um, our next question comes from. They were very nice to put in parentheses how to pronounce their name. Varun Kachwaha. What would you advise? For me to wait for the rumored Switch revision, or oh. just buy the current edition now. Mm. I'm not exactly desperate to buy the Switch, with my PlayStation managing to keep me occupied with so many great games coming out. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't mind having one to play during lunch, or during my commute. It's just that I would rather have the best version, and wouldn't really like buying what would pretty much be the same thing twice. Thanks. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough call. You've already made it so far. Right. Uh, they're like we were talking about the bundles. Mm -hmm. I, over my console buying life, have waited for bundles. Yeah, and oh, I, yeah. And I always feel really good yeah. about it. You know, you wait for a deal. Yeah, you wait for a deal. But um, you know, you're you're the expert, Damiani. Do you think a, a new revision is imminent? It really they, depends. There's on... a rumor that it's coming, but yeah. we don't know if it's like a light version mm -hmm. or a, we, yeah, like a souped-up version. We have absolutely no idea yeah. what it's going to be. The rumor is it comes out the second half of next year. That's far. Um, That's far. Listen, That's far. like there's there's no like there's no rumor, no like information leaked or rumored one way or the other. Mm -hmm. I will say though, given that it's viewed as a hybrid and also as like it's like a, a mobile system as well as like a docked console, I don't see. A, my gut tells me not to bet on it being a, a power upgrade. Right. It's not. It's I. Here's the thing. I, I my more in depth answer for this will be saved for a later question, but I I would wager it's not going to have more power behind it. So my advice would be, it might, it might, like it might have like a brighter screen, so, yeah, or something, something like, like that. something like I, I, my favorite thing about the new PS4 is is uh, like a quieter fan, right? You know, right? Like, like yeah, better heat sinking, yeah, brighter screen, maybe like ten percent better battery think life, like DS Lite, better or like, Wi-Fi, like the smaller, yeah, like the 3DS, uh, not the new ones, but like the 3DS revisions, but also like the right. DS Lite, like a different form factor and everything like that comes with that. But I, yeah, my advice to you would definitely be if you're not in a rush, then you know just wait a bit longer. Yeah. I mean, there's those great games on Switch aren't going anywhere. There's only going to be more. But it looks like you're going to be waiting a year if you decide to wait. And, yeah, and like. Yeah. I would say wait for details about the new one to see, like, yeah. make an informed decision. So mm -hmm. I do think if you can wait, wait for details. Exactly. But if Black Friday. if you really do, yeah, if you really do want one, Black Friday and Christmas bundles will have deals. Probably not astro astronomical. Probably like fifty, sixty dollars savings, or bundled Cyber with a game Monday. for free or something. Um, so if you're really chomping at the bit, which it doesn't sound like you are, I'd say wait for the sales. Mm -hmm. But they're clearly, obviously, they're not going to put out any concrete information about the new version until after the holiday yeah. season because they don't want to cannibalize oh, yeah. their own sales. Yeah, so, definitely makes sense. Um, if I if I were in damn your, you marketers, yeah, right. <laughs> if I were in your situation, uh, I, I personally I would wait. I would wait for more information. I wouldn't jump in just yet. Though, like, it like we're freaks. A good time. Yeah, we yeah. buy things like day one, I guess, because we have to. Yeah, but like, like ignoring our profession right, and stuff right, like right. that. <laughs> I would like trying to put myself in your shoes. Sounds like you're having a great time with PlayStation. Um, it sounds like you just want something to kill some time, like you said, during like your commute um, or you know during lunch, something for like short intervals, essentially. 
it I, I don't imagine it's going to change for you in a year probably right. so yeah plus just, like just spider-man dlc red dead redemption sekiro like there are stuff's like, coming oh uh, yeah you have a, at least yeah. one big thing every month until after march of next year yeah it sounds <laughs> it sounds like it's a it's like a secondary like a desire to yeah. your hobby and for those things i would and you, if you know something's on the horizon you, yeah yeah my advice is just wait. wait it out a little bit yeah. you know what's on the horizon what's on the horizon zero dawn Horizon Zero Dawn's on the horizon? <laughs> I was, yeah. Wow. Wow, I see it, Huber. <laughs> Ian brings out the uh, the dad jokes in yeah, me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to do another one of those don't laugh episodes. That was, that was funny. Anyway. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, Huber. It was good. It was good. Uh, next question comes from Alexander Zernoff. Do you see Nintendo releasing a cardboard VR for Switch? Whoa. Where you put the switch unit into the thing? Yes. Cardboard just as like a term. It couldn't actually. Yeah. It's too heavy f- yeah. for it to be. I wanna made hear, uh, yeah, I want to hear your thoughts. Does, I got I got some quotes and stuff. Oh wait, like, does the robot thing? Labo. Yeah, but does the robot version have the switch in front of your eyes? No, you're looking at the TV still. I thought you were. Now I can't. But I mean, like, there's still like this. There's nothing to stop. I think this from happening. Sure, I I would just yeah. say that. Even using my Samsung Gear VR with the back off, my face gets really hot because the phone yes. heats up. Oh, yeah. And, like, so having that kind of a, a, a heating element strapped to your face sucks. So, like, doing that with the Switch, which gets fairly warm, would kind of blow. Having a screen that close to your eyes. Yeah, I don't love it. very yeah. good for them either. You're hurting my eyes thinking about I know. it. About those eyes, Huber. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. Keep those eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> The red-eyed coyote will I appear at the Zona Norte at the far end ago. of town. I need to rewatch Cowboy Bebop, uh, man. I love it uh, so much. It doesn't need to be um, like VR ready before that happened. Like it's already you can slap the cardboard thing on, and it's in theory in you just theory, need right? to design a game that does the split-screen Got eyeball it. thing, and then you're. I I would say like Nintendo hasn't been on the 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 VR tip or whatever and like i don't see them really starting now it's definitely yeah. possible the switch i think would be slightly too heavy for this to be enjoyable uh and it would get very warm you even take off the joy cons and stuff just to make the, yeah. the tablet part but yeah you, you kind of like but hit. i mean they did labo so i they, i would not have predicted sliding the switch into a cardboard piano definitely something out there yeah definitely <laughs> something creative and unique uh, Nintendo, there, there have been different people within Nintendo who have spoken about like VR and their stance on it. Oh. Um, just give a few quotes just to help uh, paint the picture a little bit more. So uh, the former Nintendo president, uh, Kimishima, said that the company um, was looking into virtual reality space at an investor's meeting back in 2016. And that kind of got people thinking, oh, maybe the, this upcoming, you know, what, you know, the, now we know it, the Switch was going to, oh, might have VR and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a this odd Nintendo patent for a head-mounted tablet holster that oh. all surfaced in late 2016. Um, and I think that's when speculation hit like a, a favorite pitch about whether or not the Switch was going to have, or Nintendo was going to do some device that has it. Yeah. But then in 2017, uh, Reggie fils told Fortune that when it comes to VR, are they both fun and social? I don't think that's there yet. And casting some doubt on that. Keep talking, nobody explodes. And then uh, what? fun and social. Yeah. Keep talking and nobody explodes. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like VR can get there. And then earlier this year, uh, Nintendo France's general manager stated, if you look at VR headsets, I doubt they can appeal to the mainstream. 
Consumers are not patient with entertainment if you're not able to deliver an all-inclusive package. So they, they've, they've obviously shown some interest um, in it. But I don't know if that's just like, hey, you know, we're always looking into new stuff. We're always considering it just to, you know, basically like a non-answer. Yeah. But the other statements seem a little bit more strongly worded in that, yeah, we're not really into this right now. So I don't see Nintendo officially doing something like this. This would have to be like a third party. Yeah. Uh, or a publisher. I could see like it. a Starlink yeah. or somebody coming out yeah. with a VR yeah. headset. Because, I mean, like, you can. Yeah. You'd probably have to put the Joy-Cons on for the gyro. I forget the specifics. That, uh, hackers or someone found some kind of built-in VR functionality in the Switch, actually. But really? It was either limited or there's some like catch to it or something. Oh, weird. So, oh, that, it, yeah. That's something I haven't even thought about. Is the Does the Switch unit itself have a gyro in it? Or is it just using, if you're in handheld, does it the, just oh, use Joy-Cons. the Joy-Cons? Joy-Cons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it doesn't. You'd have to, you'd have to then have the Joy-Cons on the thing. Or it wouldn't be able to sense your movement. Oh, yeah. Unless they made new things that hooked onto them or something right. like that. Yeah, like, like the yeah, unit itself yeah. would have to, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that would drive the cost up. If the if the headset unit has to have the gyro and sensors in it, it would drive the cost up. Probably, my guess would be they would pull a Labo and just, like, put one of the Joy-Cons on there. Um, hmm. It seems cumbersome. I don't know. But then again, they're making that Game Boy phone holder, so supposedly. they're branching out. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, supposedly. Uh, yeah, we will definitely see. I definitely uh, thought VR would be bigger now than it is, like a year or two. I'm kind of not surprised because it's just I'm like on not the boat of not surprised. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really surprised because oh, it just. It was, I thought it was gonna take off with PSVR and yeah. stuff. Yeah, like Reggie said though, it's it's kind of just not there yet. I think, mm-hmm. and it's it's cumbersome. It's just too irritating to do and like i've done lots of vr experiences that i've really loved yeah especially the vive i think for my money the vive is the best hands down but like yeah it's still you just have to like set everything up it's you have to have the headset it's, it's like a, it's a, a it's a choice you know yeah like i have i have a hard time sometimes if i'm in a, like a lazy mood like putting a new disc in a console <laughs> like setting up a whole headset like come on that's i think that's <laughs> the biggest thing even with like uh with like 3d yeah like I think people were okay with it, like on something like a 3DS or the TVs that just did it. But when it came to like having to use like glasses and stuff, yeah, that's just that's just a, one extra step that like people yeah. are just lazy enough. They just want that like convenience of not having to do that extra step. That is just that's like the hurdle that, you, that that's what's holding them back. You clear that, and it would have like done better. I, I mean, we need some we need some Disney World Imagineers to come in and and do the actual math on like. Like I don't know if this is true, but the rumor is they they figured out the distance, the maximum distance a person will walk to throw something away, and spaced out got all the garbage cans oh just gosh. under that distance, the average distance, you know. And obviously they have like an army of people cleaning up litter too. But like, yeah. I love stuff like that, whether yeah. true or not. That kind yeah. of that thought oh, process wow. to me is so cool. Yeah. You need someone like that to come in with at VR and be like, okay, what's the minimum threshold? That someone will do, and That's I really think good. for today's society, it's basically almost nothing. <laughs> for that, maybe one day. Our next question comes from Straw Hat Ninja. Nice greetings, allies. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze re-released on Switch earlier this year, and like you guys, I absolutely loved it. My question is, what is next for Donkey Kong Country? With Retro supposedly working on a Star Fox racing game, personally, I would love to close out the trilogy with the return of the Kremlings and King K. Rule. But if Retro doesn't make the game, who would or who should, and when will we see it? Love and respect. And uh, 
I, I can get this off really quick. I want to say, uh, I, I think Retro is still working on it. Yeah. I don't see why not. I, I think agree. they could be working yeah. on multiple projects. And the reason I think they will still be working on a third Donkey Kong Country game, uh, one for Switch, is because Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze sold on Switch sold extremely well. Yeah. It outsold the Wii U version uh, in two after two weeks of sales in, <laughs> in Japan. So after being on sale for two weeks in Japan, the Switch version of Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze outsold the entirety of the Wii U's run there. Uh, <laughs> it charted number four in the April MPD in North Redemption. America. Number yeah. two best-selling uh, Switch product behind Labo, which had like that explosive month. Right. Um, and uh, Plus cost way more. It sold extremely well in the UK. It charted on the tar- uh, charts there. It, it outperformed the Wii U version significantly. And I know there are people who aren't happy about it being a full-price port of a several-year-old game. But what this did is it showed Nintendo that there's a lot of value in this series still. Yeah. And I will be shocked if they're just going to let that like sit on the shelf and not go back to it one more time, especially on the Switch. 100% agree. Yeah. 1,000% agree. Yeah. But as far as anyone else actually handling it, I mean, any of the, the developers who have uh, proven themselves with uh, 2D games, I would say like Yacht Club Games. I'd say... Uh, yeah. Uh, the people made... Uh, why am I forgetting their name? The people made Shantae... They oh, right by yeah. Uh, I know who you mean, but I can't remember the name either. Right now. Way forward, thank you. Yeah, way forward. There my, we go. Myself told me that. Uh-huh. Um, heck, even uh, even another team at Nintendo, like an internal team, uh, could take a crack at it as well. But I, I think Retro should yeah. get the third one. And I do, but I do also agree with all the the reveal for Smash Brothers with King K. Rule. It, they should bring King K. Rule back as a development. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, fin- close out Finale, strong. Dude. Close out strong with yes. that. Amazing hype right there. What, fran- yes. what franchise were we hoping that Yacht Club would do? Was it Castlevania? I think we've yeah. talked about Castlevania and Metroid. And Metroid, Metroid. yeah, yeah. Have been the ones that have hey, always been like, give it tossed to around. Do it. Dude, Curse of the Moon, was it? The Bloodstained one? The Bloodstained one, yeah. God, Curse so of the Moon. That, but that wasn't them, though. No, no, no. no. That yeah. was... Uh, but, oh, that game is so uh, What is it? Who did that one? It's... um. What she uh, Inti creates, yeah. Inti creates. Yeah. The, they did the Curse of the Moon. This is the, uh, the yeah the Ega project. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They just dropped it out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, unbelievably good. Yeah, we're still working on Bloodstain, but uh, yo, here's yeah. this. Uh, Which is not like I I talked to to Ega about it at an interview, and I was like, so this is a prequel, and he goes, no, no, it's actually like a side story, completely. Yeah. Like parallel dimension which is so funny is fun like, oh, that's cool that's a, that's a good way to take those it. games are like cool it. man yeah they're really fun uh actually recently just uh deleted off my uh steam on my pc uh because i was going through my library and i was like oh yeah i remember that i had a good time with that also oh, the Curse Switch. Of the Moon? yeah yeah, yeah you beat it like eight times yeah, yeah so like Brad, did you were, were you like guys 50. Yeah, were you Brad guys uh backers of bloodstain because i i got no, the backer uh demo i've only really cool. backed one thing ever on kickstarter it, uh, it was, uh no it was a book uh, the untold history of like uh, Japanese video games. So um, you didn't back a little card game called Swords. No, <laughs> the problem was the. Uh, I mean, it was a great. It was a great book, and it delivered. But the updates started to become like very uh, like personal like issue stuff with a, a oh. person involved the project, but it was about litigation between oh, him and uh, a translator, and it got into all this drama. And I was like, I don't really care about this. Wow, so, still got some drama like, oh, with some like projects, that. and then all this stuff about like the games that a few games came out that like were. Hey, we took the money and ran, and I'm like, okay, oh yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm gonna stay away from Kickstarter. Kickstarter is a very stressful thing. I mean, yeah. I did a Kickstarter for my car- card game, and like we got it out, the card game out, but there are still some two rewards that we still have to give out. 
just because the artist has been getting a lot of work constantly. So he's been too busy to make the, we have to do the art prints. Okay. And then I've been working constantly. So I haven't finished the video game version, like the RPG maker game. Oh, nice. And it's like weighing on my mind always. Yeah. It's like driving me crazy slowly, yeah, it's, it's but it's going to happen. Stressful. It just takes forever. I, I, yeah. I, obviously I have bought games that were kickstarted. That were kickstarted right, right. after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, uh, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Some of the, yeah. some of the best games have been kickstarted. Some of the best. Yeah. Of course. Some of the greats. I just bought a uh, N64 controller that was kickstarted originally. Oh, really? Yeah, like a modern take on the N64 controller, and it's nice. pretty good. Our next question comes from uh, Stefan. Do you think Nintendo will make the online service better in the future for the Switch, or do we have to wait for another console until things like voice chat will happen without you needing a smartphone? <laughs> The voice chat thing I forgot about. I mean, I, d I think obviously they're going to add SNES games to their uh, the collection at some point. They, they um, mentioned it. Yeah. Know, it's like since has kind of like vanished. And like maybe N64, but I don't know. Um, as far as the voice chat goes, I, I feel like they have some weird like logic about it. Like like Sony's excuse of like not doing Fortnite co -play or uh, crossplay because like they can't police the interactions or whatever. I, I would not be surprised if, if that's Nintendo just, like, not wanting that responsibility on them directly or something. I don't I, know. I think, I think that's what it is, Ian. Yeah. That we've seen this before. Uh, the th Things happen with, like, uh, with a Miiverse messages. Right. That PictoChat as well was another right. infamous one where they're like, sorry about this. Uh, you know, too many immature people drawing dick pics, essentially. It's like, yeah. we, gotta, like we don't want to police that and stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I think, specifically when it comes to, like, the voice chat... Um, there, I mean, there's a history of Nintendo offering voice chat, just real quick. Uh, like, some games have supported it on previous systems, like Monster Hunter, Try, and uh, e HD on Wii and Wii U supported voice chat. Uh, Wii came with that, like, voice box thing. Wasn't the greatest thing. Uh, Pokemon uh, Diamond and Pearl on DS supported voice chat oh, through, the, like, the microphone of DS. A lot of yeah, 3DS games. Thing, right? 3DS games have done it as well. I mean, they have done it for spe in specific instances built into the system and software. Game, game, but I think yeah. what they're envisioning is like what you get on like Xbox right. or PlayStation. You're, I don't think you're ever going to get that. No, I don't no. think you're ever going to get that with Nintendo. And at least not for like the foreseeable future. Yeah, like it'll take like a radical shift in their business practices and philosophy. Yeah. I would say. Um, I also want to add that uh, I want to talk about like online. This question asks, well, "What can you do to be better for online?" I still think it was a mistake for them. I mean, I guess they don't have a strong enough offering of like new games to warrant right now uh, paying for online if they didn't force people to pay for previously released games with online as well. Um, I, I think at some point, I mean, it'll be too late, but I thought they should have just made like Splatoon 2, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, just make like those games free still still free to play sure, online. Yeah. Anything going forward from that release date uh, um, earlier on, Last month till whenever Switch service ends, you have to pay for that. So I thought I think that was a big misstep, especially for Splatoon yeah. Two. But I think like you one... said, they don't have anything besides Smash like on the horizon that would even warrant the cost. Yeah, I, I, I they should. I guess they wanted a few months under their belt before unleashing Smash, uh, like with the, yeah. the online. Nintendo is all about knowing that one game is enough, right? You know, right? It's like we got Smash, we're fine. Like. Yeah. 
I mean, really, as long the, as online's out. Yeah. The real true answer is they should have put. They should have just had the online system immediately. Mm-hmm. Like that's before a, all. That's, that's a, the real answer. That's another yeah. big criticism I have of them is why did this take so long? Right. We've been this. It's a dead horse. It's right. Yeah. It's a dead horse. Yeah. Like I don't know why, but I'm sure there's some back end answer. Yeah. But yeah. Um. I think it'll get better at least. I gotta I, hope. The main boon is that it's twenty bucks. Yeah. It's not to that me. Expensive. It's like I don't play any of those games online really or at all on switch so it's like i don't need to pay it for that yeah if they do start putting snes titles on there and that other stuff that would be the 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 push for me to start paying so for yeah them. i'm personally right now i'm personally happy with the fact i'm getting new nes games every month yeah uh, i do play the the nes selection do they add or do they take them away uh, they haven't they're, they haven't said anything about taking it away okay okay but who knows if they're just but adding, they're adding forever yeah they're just adding new ones although one of them was a special version of the original legend of zelda which it, you basically start the game with a bunch of items so it's like mm-hmm. an easier mode version of it kind of a cool concept yeah. of damiani did you see that thing i posted in slack from indicade the um. octopad Oh yes, I did see that. Sorry, I did see that. There was, yes. a, there was a guy at Indicate who yes, made I saw what an that NES is. controller that has eight, eight cables yeah. and eight controllers, and each controller has one button on it. <laughs> we played Tetris with it, and it was phenomenal. It was the most fun ever. I would love to do something if we ever get our hands on it. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's like a like dude who made it by oh, himself. Such a fun experiment. But like, I, I just imagine like Zelda or something with that thing would be so yeah, funny. This op- like this opens up the idea for them to do fun, creative stuff with older games. As yeah. Well. Like we had, a, they did a whole game series, NES Remix, doing crazy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing could live on that. So I'm personally happy with with that part of the service. Uh, we criticize the other things, but the biggest thing, I it's not necessarily a fault of the online service. My biggest criticism against Nintendo out of all this has been how they've handled saves with oh, this. Yeah. Yeah. That the only way to back up your precious save data is to pay into this online infrastructure so that you can have access to cloud saves. Yeah. Yeah, basically like look. Can I put it on a hard drive? No, or, can't do any uh, of that. Some kind of SD. I will nothing? not let Nintendo hear the end of it till they allow local backup saves. Yo. It's crazy that you can't just save it to the SD card. Yeah. The thing has a built-in SD card. Fill me in, Damiani. There's slot. no way. So there's game, no way. So here no, no, so here, actually yeah. so here it is. What? It, yeah, it's tied to the game cart or it's tied to the system itself. Okay. Uh, depending if it's a digital a or a physical copy. Got it. So if it's a physical copy, it's just like, you know, the old days, N64 cartridge. Yeah, right. Nothing like or NES, NES, NES cool. saves. But the digital one is saved to the system storage, not the SD storage. Whereas on Wii and Wii U, you could do it on either and you can yeah. move them around. Now, saves starting with Wii U were tied to a system. So if you couldn't recover your account, like if your system got destroyed, yeah. but you couldn't recover your account... Uh, some of your, your saves would be locked out. And on Wii, online game saves were locked out, like Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers Brawl, you were technically not allowed to transfer that between systems, but most every other save data, you could back up, do whatever the heck you want with it, share it with friends and stuff. Yeah. So I get like the whole thing about like sharing and stuff. I still wish that existed. Like It was easy to do share save saves like on GameFAQs and stuff like that. Yeah. But the very fact that I can't just take my Switch, take save yeah. to the SD card, put... A ba- then, then like put it into my computer and be like back up that folder. Yeah. So I have like it on my SD card, my system memory, and like in three different places. Yeah. And not pay for that other than like you know I paid for the computer and stuff. But I'm not paying for the service of being able to do yeah. that. I get cloud save should probably cost money because it's part of the service. But when that's the only means to do it, and every other of your competitors mm-hmm. offer so many different ways to back up your saves, like 
every the, this is unacceptable. S- same song and dance every time this comes up, but I'm never going to stop doing it mm-hmm. until Nintendo changes their stance on this because I'm going to keep calling them out because it yeah. sucks. It's yeah. like it's a and very I mean, like, bad policy. Like PlayStation Plus, you get the cloud saves with PlayStation Plus, but you can also back up your yeah. saves. Yeah, like that's part of the thing. So of it's, like, yeah, it's like you're paying for that service yeah. when you upgrade your hard drive. You have those systems, especially Sony. Like the whole process is back up your saves and stuff locally, or you can do it to the cloud. They give you so many different yeah. options. Mm-hmm. I mean, PC can do whatever the heck you want, and same with like Microsoft systems forever. They've like almost had yeah. some of the most customizable stuff yeah. uh, uh, with their stuff. Remember when you could play custom music on your games? Yeah, on Xbox 360. So such cool. a good moment yeah, in time. But yeah, this is just what, like so one of the times you did that. Dominic? So uh, 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 definitely with uh, like Street Fighter Four nice. when it came out. Uh, we took a bunch of like awesome '80s songs <laughs> and put them in, in place, and nice. there was there, like cool nice. '80s music. I remember uh, on PC when you could play your own songs and like Quake and stuff. Mm, too. Yeah. Uh, just wish Nintendo embraced that a little bit more. But I've gone off enough about it. Any any other things you'd like to see from online from Nintendo? Achievements, yeah, yeah. trophies. <laughs> yeah, we had a whole episode about that. Yep. Definitely is a. Uh, uh, I think Nintendo's silly for not having those, but you know, yep. it's okay. Just uh, I'm a I'm a nuts and bolts guy. I like when my online is just fast and easy and efficient. Yeah. So just keep working on that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just, I, just as long as Smash doesn't lag online, out of uh, the gate, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's no excuse. So, it's 28, the end of 2018, you know, the Switch has been I out. I can't see the netcode on that game being solid. Like, please, please, please be rock solid online Smash. Do you need to pay for this to play Fortnite? No, so the exception to the rule... No, they put this out. Any game that is free to play uh, is uh, allowed to be free to that play makes sense. online. Because I was gonna cool. say, if that's so, behind the paywall, that would yeah, be kind of bizarre. That's yeah, yeah, not yeah. behind okay, the paywall. Okay. I think Nintendo kind of like I think it was Epic kind of like saying, yeah. Nintendo, oh, you'll lose Fortnite if you don't yeah. if you do this. And they're like, all right, no, 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 no. We'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll back Epic off. could probably just be like, Warframe, we'll just give you the twenty. Bucks. Warframe's another one. That, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that you, makes sense. You do that as well. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be pretty weird. Holy crap. Although, uh, do you need do you need PlayStation Plus to play Fortnite on PlayStation? I don't think so. No, no, nope. you don't. No. Okay, nope. okay. No, 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 not at all. Nope. Um, I think the one thing uh, I saw something real quick about online was uh, they're using especially for Splatoon two to using peer to peer connections instead of dedicated servers. Oh. Which peer to peer, as I best understand it, peer to peer is best for one v one type games like fighting sure. games. Yeah. Uh, that's the desired kind of infrastructure you want. Whereas, like squad-based or large yeah. player-based games, you need dedicated servers. Need those dedicated. And if that's the trend where you're just paying for basically the privilege of connecting to someone else without using a need of a dedicated server, that is. A, I mean, I know it's only twenty bucks, but it's also a little like a little sketch. Yeah, it's, draw, it's, dude. It's it's definitely something that's the right? most recent yeah. uh, issue with that was Friday the Thirteenth. It was mm. not dedicated servers. Such and a bad. It, 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 uh, there were so many times when the game just wouldn't work because someone oh. would leave, and then we'd all transfer to a new game, and then another person would leave, and then all of a sudden four people yeah. would leave, and the game is dead. Like back out, go into a yeah. new game. Like that's not unacceptable. A fun experience, man. Not at I all. They, I imagine it would have to be dedicated servers <gasps> for stuff like Vermintide, but like where it just works. Like if someone bounces, you get a bot for a while, and then someone fills yeah. it. It's just perfect. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll save what Nintendo has in store in the future. Yeah. Our next question comes from Brandon. Hi, allies. Jones? Brandon Patton. Ah. Jones writes in. <laughs> writes in. Yeah, it's like, thanks, Jones. <laughs> Paid $5, or I'll answer your question. Do you feel concerned at all that the Switch is quickly becoming known as the best place to play 
other systems games rather than its own. Games from Wii U titles to indie games to many third-party releases, Switch is exploding in popularity for playing games that were first released elsewhere. The worry being that we may see a repeat of the Vita within the next few years. Hmm. As the Switch becomes underpowered next to when compared to next gen consoles. Do you see this trend continuing? Or is there a future where these games start launching simultaneously first or even only on Switch? <laughs> I I don't see it really becoming a problem because already for my money, Switch is the worst place to play huge power hungry games, graphic yeah. graphical and CPU intensive games, but it's the best place to play everything else. Like if there if there's an indie games. an older game, yeah. uh, I mean obviously the Switch exclusives are designed for the system, and mm. I don't think that'll ever really be a problem mm. until they just upgrade entirely. I think that the Switch is the best place because you can play it at the couch or on the plane, and like yeah. you can't beat that. And by and large, um, sure you get some frame dips here and there on some of these titles, but yeah, usually, yeah, usually the the smaller games are fine. Yeah, they're pretty close to parity on all that stuff. Like there's, what is Dark Souls? It's uh, like thirty the, locked well, or the something. Dark Soul, the problem with Dark Souls is that, and also the compressed audio. But oh. that's not. But that's okay, so real quick. The compressed audio is not a limitation of the Switch hardware. It's not that it can't handle it. It's the limitation of publishers being cheap because they don't want to spend more on the the size of the physical cartridges because they cartridge. are expensive. Yeah. Um, Nintendo offers up to I think thirty two is the biggest one. Sixty four is supposed to be coming. Uh, I forget if that's how accurate that is. They they were working on making bigger cartridges available, right. but that costs a lot more for yeah. a publisher. And that makes sense because discs are like three cents, yeah. whereas those cartridges cost money. And Nintendo gets a lot of the blame for that. I see people like, oh, that's Nintendo screwing them over. But it's the publisher and choosing not to pay a bit more to get access to that. Right. So it's a little, I think it's a little bit of both uh, is part of the problem. I wonder how people would respond. I mean, I, I think they should not do this and it would be a bad idea. But I wonder what the, what the blowback would be if they were all up front about it. Like if From Software was like... The Switch version costs sixty three dollars because each thing costs us three dollars. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what people would respond yeah. with. I mean, it depends on the game. I think Anger. if you're talking about like yeah. a specific instance, it'd Angry. be negative because one, you can get Dark Souls for cheaper right. on other platforms, right, right, right. so you're already well, yeah, paying. And that one came out at forty, right? Yeah. Or something, but whatever. Uh, so paying even extra for the Switch version. Uh, and being dubbed a switch tax or something like that. Yeah. Or ten dollar tax. I can see yeah. that coming. Yeah, it, I wonder if that's why they'll get criticism, but at the same time, people are still buying it. So right. it, it's a balancing act, I get. But, but it I is mean, a shame that 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 happening. that means like Red Dead or whatever, like fabled to have like what ninety hundred gig oh, download, yeah. whatever. Like that would destroy. Like you just switch, couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. Like you'd have to you'd have to buy a hundred and twenty eight. Yeah, and it's like your whole cartridge, like your whole thing. So there you go, it. Huber. That's that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to talk, so we, if you want to talk about like ever getting big multi platform third party games back on Switch again, um, unless so this let's talk about this real quick. The streaming tech we've been hearing about. Yeah. There's been a lot of developments in the last few weeks. Um, the rumors about the next consoles, the yeah. next PlayStation and Xbox using this Google's own initiative going yeah. out there, and people in being browser. Wow, it uh, kind of works here. 
So if this streaming tech gets up to place where it's indistinguishable from playing like a physical or digital copy, and it works, and Nintendo can get that tech running on their consoles, the Switch or whatever, yeah, I can see then there being a return. It's no longer a barrier. The hardware is no longer a barrier, and you'll see it because we already had the evidence of Resident Evil Biohazard Seven getting yeah. that thing. Uh, what was the most recent one that just uh, Odyssey. did it? Odyssey Thank on, you. in browsers, yeah. And I would not be shocked if either. Uh, Maybe not Devil May Cry, but if Resident Evil Two mm-hmm. uh, gets that in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, I mean the, that's yeah. I wouldn't doubt that. That's yeah. the thing. Like, look at the natural evolution of technology, and I know it seems crazy to us when, like, a couple of years ago, I think was too early for every the Gaikai or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, all the, all the tech Before, that they yeah, everyone was freaking out about now, it yeah. for this generation of consoles. Online. I think it was publicly too oh, early because everyone had yeah because no one had good enough internet at their homes, and I know there are still a lot of people who don't have banging internet, but like. Just think of the technology leap from when, like, the internet started when we were younger to streaming Netflix. Mm-hmm. We're getting into the realm of feasibly streaming 4K, and, like, things are trending upward. It's always going to be faster. And the tech and the technology that you need on your end, on the base system, if the servers are running yeah. it and the internet is fast enough, is not super heavy. Like, the Switch could play, the, could play you know whatever modern version of Crytek or whatever if the if the other end is hosting it (laughs) and like uh if the internet is fast enough it's no problem and like 10 years from now internet internet will probably be so fast that we'll like laugh at ourselves for like even thinking this is weird i mean we're laughing at our younger selves now right oh gosh right downloading (laughs) a single jpeg took 10 minutes and now we stream JPEG's a second with yeah. Netflix. Like yeah. this, yeah. This is what I want to believe in. This is one I want to hope it gets there. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna interject uh, a little, like uh, you know, a little activism message here. I mean, like, that's the word. In, in our yeah, in in our country right now, uh, if you like on this fence of like, hey, you know what the FCC is doing is good. Right. That stuff will uh, make this beautiful future that we're like painting a picture of. Not very realistic right. if uh, ISPs and stuff can throttle crap like that. So imagine yeah. if your system can only do streaming games and all of a sudden it's like, hey, you got to pay $10, $10 to $20 extra for your internet to be able to play your Xbox or PlayStation anymore yeah. if it's required. So I mean, yeah, that's the thing. AT&T and all those guys scary. don't want you to have good internet. They want to mm-hmm. throttle it. Yeah. Um, I do yeah. want to talk about... Also, uh, business internet is criminal. Oh, yeah. We're looking for, obviously, for a studio uh, and... I had my first I was I was I chatted the company. I chatted online with the company to be like explain to me why this trash is okay. And it's just not. It, it like the the brass tax the brass tax real answer is they charge it because they can. Like they can. it's like it's like a bo- a bag of saline being $1000 in a hospital because like they can. It's, it's insanity. Ice, 100 200 or 20 megabit internet. 20 megabit internet. For six hundred dollars, what? Well, My, I have gigabit internet at home for one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah. This is uh, the reality. Come on, putting sad. putting streaming. I'm upset. No, yeah, I'm, I'm on. I'm I'm I get, I get, I get mad you. about like very few sad. things in this life make me mad. Despite I, I'm how I on sound, you. And I think a lot of like business internet makes me real mad. Gamers get upset about this type of stuff. Too. Yeah, like yeah. this speaks to them. I definitely fast think. internet is very important. Putting the streaming tech aside, let's say like that doesn't happen. Uh, I think. It then exasperates a problem for 
Nintendo. I think as Definitely. time as time goes on, especially for Switch, oh. it's going to get worse because mm. once those new consoles come out, yeah. Nintendo is without streaming tech. They're not going to be able to get even those like the the Doom ports or it's the yeah the yeah the Bethesda stuff. But like they're that's already go doing away. it. They're already doing it. They're doing it for now in but Japan. Oh, the streaming stuff, but. Uh, I don't know how well it went. I never got to try it uh, yeah, out. I don't know how it went. Uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't find anything on how well the like did it. Did, were they happy with it, or did they just still in the trying it out phase? I don't know enough information. Because honestly, you know, there's like 4K but, HDR, and I doubt oh, streaming it on Switch could pull that off. Picture this though. So picture I, this. Though. I don't know. Seven years from now. Yeah, seven years from now. Seven, seven years. years. Seven I hope so, yeah. Seven years from now, you take out your Batman cape. Switch console that becomes rigid when electrified, and you just you're on the train and you're streaming 8K Assassin's Creed 40 yeah. straight to your Switch, and it looks amazing. And, and like you hook up your thing to your ear, yeah, and it like just reads your mind, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. You control with your mind, so you yeah, don't yeah. have to have a controller anymore. Exactly. But like it's but in your mind you're like playing with a controller, so mm-hmm. like it, that's like the dream. Is yeah. that like I don't have to have a physical control in my hand, but like in my mind I think I'm playing with like think, any kind of device. I think that would be a better way to do it because I was thinking about brain control and like oh you just think whatever you want, but it's like. I think the the idea, at least for an intermediary, yeah, the idea like, of having a controller focuses your thoughts. I think people people get more advanced; yeah, yeah, they'll yeah, be able yeah. to yeah. deal with that. Like but our you, grandkids will be able to just. Yeah, do you it. gotta have something analogous to like the, yeah, the yeah, physical yeah. concept to like ease people into it, when, but it also when, opens up like for disabled people as well. Like, right, something all that stuff for supporting that. This would be even a step further than that. Yeah, you wouldn't even need the physical anymore to Plus, do that. Plus, Stephen Hawking apparently thought that like. The next generation, like an issue, will become genetically modified superhumans, where people are just genetically modifying themselves to get better and better and better, and then they'll leave normal, unmodified humans in the dust because they'll be so intelligent and beautiful and strong that we'll be like Neanderthals compared to them. The Crazy enhanced, man! <laughs> enhanced, the, the, the miracles. Deus Ex. Yeah. Cyberpunk. I will say some like some positive stuff about Switch's situation though, real quick. Um, I think it's great that it's in the place where it is for indie games, Wii U ports, and like other unique experiments. I'm glad that they found this new angle that doesn't involve motion controls, 3D, dual screen, some yeah. kind of like you know the G word gimmick yeah. or something. This is a gimmick that, that, that works. People, yeah. yeah, the fact that this is even a legit possibility is extremely encouraging. Because to me, the only problem with Switch is the hardware limitations. Mm-hmm. Is Comparing it to potential games that come out right. 2019, 2020, it's each year that goes by, it's going to fall further behind. Yeah, so but, if this but just like, alleviates that entire problem. But this, it's, it's a game changer. But that said, though, like, and I, I know we've been talking about this question for a long time, but I think question. Nintendo has kind of always. I've said this before, but even since the 64. They've done weird things that kind of limit themselves, but also make themselves special and unique. Definitely. And they know how to design games and cater games to their own systems, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to me, the Switch already, yeah, technically, it's it's been left in the dust already, mm-hmm. but because it's such its own thing and they cater to it and it's so special that I think, especially with first-party titles... It kind of is a weird non-comparison. The Nintendo's yeah, playing their own game, definitely. and they kind of have been for years. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, speaks to the fact that the Switch is a dedicated game system. Yeah, looks like a mobile. People like to bring up that the the Tegra chips that are used in like the Switch versus like current smartphones mm. and the the power disparity. What are they called? Tegra? Tegras, okay. uh, in, uh, Nvidia chips. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, 
Switch chips should technically be inferior to some of the current smartphone ones, or I guess at parity, but Switch's performance is so much better because it has such a light, bare bones, like, uh, firmware versus system, yeah. like the OS's all these bloated OS's on these fo- mo- phones that's why there's always going to be a place for I think for a dedicated gaming device because they're optimized for yeah. that so optimization has a long way to right. go it's a whole other conversation but I think quick just to wrap this up I think unique collaborations, you might see exclusives or appear first on Switch, but any like mainline game, like something that's a Resident Evil, Call of Duty, uh, uh, what do I have here, Final Fantasy, you'll never see, a, a, not probably in a long, long, long time, will you see a numbered one of those entries, mainline entries, sure. appear first or exclusively oh, on Nintendo. No, no. Yeah, that's But I mean, like, happening. I've got three words, man. Four. Four words. Four words. Breath of the Wild. And that's like, our next question. Ah. Yeah. Breath of the Wild. Um, finish your, what you're going to say. Well, I was just going to say, like, that game is, to me, like, one of the best games ever made, incredible in every way, and it doesn't need to look like Call of Duty Black Ops 4. That's correct. I'm actually, art style, baby. Right. I'm tired choices. of photorealism. Yeah, choices. I'm, 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 Artistic I'm choice. It'll look good forever. Symphony of the Night. Next question well, comes Resident from... Resident Evil 2 Remake oh, has really good looking gore. It yeah, does, there's, that, no, there's that no, dude's no, face, dude, yeah. there's, freaks me there's out. There's still a place for, like, for like that, like, realism. I just think it's, oh, yeah. it's done so much, and, like, I love to see a new artistic style or new creative expression uh, with yeah. the use of an, a great use of an aesthetic highlight a game that doesn't need to be, like, a visual powerhouse, right, like, yeah. on the tech end. You don't, you yeah. don't need photorealism to, to, yeah. to play with the big kids. Yeah. So, speaking of Breath of the Wild now, our next question from Adam... Uh, hey all, believe it or not. Jones? Adam Jones. <laughs> Adam Brandon Adam Jones. <laughs> Adam Brandon Jones. Uh, Jones, hey stop writing in. Just ask us. Yeah, it's okay. You don't have to pay $5 to support <laughs> Easy Allies. Hey all, believe it or not, I love the story in Breath of the Wild. Me I'd, too. I'd be okay if all Zelda games were just, you're in Link, Zelda's in trouble, grab a sword, Ganon's waiting for you in his castle, go. Why overcomplicate? Obviously, <laughs> rich, char- rich characters and strong plots can help connect, help you connect to a game. Like aside from Zelda, Uncharted Four is my favorite game of the last decade for that exam- for that exact reason. But there's a difference between a bad story and a simple one. Mm. I feel like I'm getting mm. enough fulfilling stories elsewhere. Uh, getting enough fulfilling stories elsewhere that I can be entertained by a shallow one if it's fun enough. Both types of games can exist. I agree. Yes. And yet plenty of people disparage uh, disparaged it during Goaties. Are we reaching the point where a game lacking a deeper plot can no longer be considered great? No. Uh, how disappointed <laughs> no, will, no, how no. disappointed will he be if the next Zelda doesn't prioritize prioritize complex storytelling either? Not very disappointed. Thanks. I would and, be disappointed if it tries. Thanks and have <laughs> a good one. Um so I I feel like this is always like kind of like any, anything that involves like Zelda and story kind of gets like thrown at me and stuff so listen i want to say this uh <laughs> there are certain games out there that i prefer to play uh for their gameplay only and mm. i don't get to invest in the narrative with them like i don't really need that and my examples are any of the metroid games yeah like i can appreciate what they're trying to do and i understand it but like when i'm in the moment playing it i don't i don't need it to enjoy what i'm playing Bloodborne's a big one. I know a lot of you love to preach about souls, like lore and stuff, but for me, it was just the atmosphere and the gameplay. I was just like, this is great. I don't, yeah. I don't need anything else in this game. And the most recent Lengthy one, lengthy cutscenes would only get in the way. Most recent one, Hollow Knight. Yeah. There are people who love the story, like the narrative in that game. 
I, I didn't need it to enjoy it. I really like that game. It's really good just on that. It's strong enough on that where it doesn't need it. I think, it. I think yeah. the, the, the twain shall yeah, meet. I think that Bloodborne, I mean, obviously Bloodborne's my favorite game, and I do think that uh, Breath of the Wild falls almost in line with that kind of storytelling style where it's minimal, it tells you what you need, and then you fill in through noticing details. Like, Breath of the Wild does a lot of environmental storytelling. Like, that whole field with all the dead guardians in it, like, or, um, uh, yeah, ancient guardians, the machines. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, guardians. yeah, uh, I feel like they tried to have it both ways, though, and it ultimately cost them because when they leaned in on traditional storytelling and cutscenes, it wasn't engaging, it was hard to connect. All that other stuff is amazing, like when you're in the fields, yeah, yeah, and you see like ruined castles and you put it all together is great, but then they'll come back and it'll just be like. That's like, funny like, to me. I yeah. didn't have that experience. Yeah. I, so, yeah, like the, the, the cutscenes and stuff like kind of pulled me out because they just weren't presented and, and for me they landed. Well. They landed. I def so I my perspective is I see that they were they're trying to have a bit of both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I I think it was incredibly difficult for them to like nail it like seamlessly and fla- sorry nail it flawlessly because they were trying something so ambitious with the design right, element right. of that game and they needed to nail that first. I've said this like so many times before. Yeah, my problem wasn't that like. You could do the either or, or that when you did the or, I want more story, and it just didn't have enough for me. My problem was just like the actual story itself, uh, the narrative. Um, I felt uh, like flaws with that. So it's not with that it was like a bad or simple story. Sure. Uh, sorry, the simple story was bad. It's just uh, there's a part I had problems with the, the actual like, not the writing, but like what the actual plot was. Hmm. But I definitely would love a Zelda game that's like minimalist, like Shadow of the Colossus style. Like that type, yeah. like there's like if like you're like if they redid Breath of the Wild, same exact game, but the narrative was like Breath of the uh, Shadow of the Colossus style, where there's maybe an inscription on a ruin or something, or something visual kind of clues you into like, oh, maybe something happened here, and you fill it in with your imagination. I would have had a great time with that. Yeah. Um, and a personal dis- disappointment was just like the payoff with like the Ganon thing, like I whole another subject and stuff, but like it was a personal thing. It wasn't yeah. that. I just want to I reemphasize guess, simplicity was not the problem with Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And uh, I think if they do the next game and they do the same thing, as long as the story elements that are there are actually good or I find them good this time, they could literally do the same thing they did in Breath of the Wild. And I would to like me, it. To me, like the Ganondorf stuff, Ganon stuff, was so secondary to the things I liked about that game. Like to me, every time I heard Koss, I just like, like I would get so emotional. <laughs> I think a lot of the littler stories in Breath of the Wild were some of my were some of the standouts. Terrytown, Gerudo Village, like all more, these things. I wanted more of that, basically. Yeah, but I mean, to me, like they were enough, and I got to direct the. I mean, for me, in a game, it's huge. You guys know, like directing my own experience is really, really important to me, and I think that. That you know, an ounce of story paired with that for me, for me personally, is just the best way to get a story. So I wouldn't have liked them to put more in it. Thinking really, really. hard, like really, on a deep level about it, Ian. Yeah, I feel like taking away the larger narrative, like cutscene stuff from Breath of the Wild, would have made it an even better game for me. Yeah. Knowing what it is now, yeah, sure. Taking away that like ten thousand year backstory and stuff. I, I liked I, that element because it made all the other games seem like weird mythical ancient history, which is I, cool to that me. That is cool. Just, I, like, I an, just, just cool. like an opening yeah. saying, like, just a line saying, uh, Ganon's from 10,000 years ago or something. Okay, I get <laughs> Don't it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's like, it's like I get it. Game, okay, like so there is no, like, you've answered old. that. There's no connection. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Just focus on, like, what you're playing. And none of the, 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 the development stuff about, like, 
I I just didn't need any of that in the end. It would have made me feel better because I would have start I would have used my imagination to like tell more of the story, which I think would have been a stronger part of that game. Mifa though, but Mifa. Uh, so that emotional. was still good, but like th- that's the thing. I wanted more of the champions. We were talking yeah. about like Terrytown and Cos, except for like, less of uh, what's his name, Re- uh, the Rito guy. Rivali? Yeah, yeah. He's he's just. A, I know he's supposed to be a blowhard, but like dial it back. He was the one that was just kind of like ah. But with the Champions DLC story stuff, yeah, like it, that, yeah. that was a story. I, you know what? That was a story I was looking for. I actually stopped caring about the Ganon stuff. I was like, yeah. oh, I know about this champion, this friendship, this camaraderie. Yeah. Like, can I get more of this? And I was kind of deprived of that till the DLC. And anyway, basically, it's I do- weird to get a motorcycle after you've already been yeah. it. <laughs> that is weird. The simple stuff is good. It can definitely work. And if the next Zelda game is that, I'm no, I won't, I won't be inherently disappointed or anything like that personally. Yeah. But I also see an avenue for them to be, uh, if it's well written and it actually is a good story. I think there can be more narrative elements, but as you, Huber, you pointed out, like it was the back and forth, which one is it? Yeah. I think if they haven't still figured that out, they probably would be safer going the simplistic route at I mean, this yeah. point. Yeah. Bloodborne has what four cutscenes in it? If you in a single playthrough, five maybe, not counting like variations. So like, yeah, I, Bloodborne baby. Yeah. Bloodborne baby. Bloodborne baby. We could do a whole episode of Just ideas. For yeah, the we could we could talk about Breath of the Wild like, days and what we want the sequel to Goody, be. Goatee though. It is the Goatee. Goatee. 2017 Goatee. We got it right that year. Goody. Bloodborne was a 2017 Goatee as well. <laughs> no. Yeah. Wait, it was. It was. Oh, well, not 2017, but 2015 or whatever. 16? 15? Every year right? except Breath of the Wild year. <laughs> They're joint. It was a, it was a co, mm. co-Goatee year. Oh... Uh, well, we got uh, I have three more questions, Cody. but we only got about like 10 more minutes. So I think I'm Lightning pick... round. Do all uh, three. Yeah, I guess this one can be pretty quickly. This next one. Question eight from uh, Stephen Beaumont. Hey. Do you ever feel responsibility or feel you need to buy more games on the Switch to ensure its life isn't cut short <laughs> like the Wii U and that so developers continue to support the console? I just said no. Nope. <laughs> I, I don't feel that responsibility. I feel that preference. Like if I have the choice and it's not, again, a graphical powerhouse, I will buy it on the Switch. There are games I will not buy on the Switch because I want to play the, like the best visual experience of them. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles Four. I, I know I did review it on. Yeah. I was given a review, but if I had a preference, I would have reviewed it on PlayStation Four. If I was buying it, I would have bought it on PlayStation Four. Uh, I usually have a curiosity of seeing how a game will run on Switch, but like they just released Valkyria Chronicles One today on Switch. I've already played it on PS3, PS4, and PC. I don't want to play it on <laughs> yeah. Switch like again. Um, I yeah. play. I play my PlayStation on a projector. So I clearly am not that concerned with visual fidelity because <laughs> it looks kind of like garbage. Like I was playing Spider-Man and I went to Omar's room where he has a 4K OLED TV and, like, and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> is this what this game looks like? Different I was game. like, oh my God, yeah. what have I been doing to myself? No response. Yeah. Uh, that, it's, uh, I have a responsibility to franchises. Okay. That I like. I will. will responsibility. Sure, sure. Responsibility. Wow, you know? strong like, word. Yeah, like Shenmue comes out. Okay. They, they, no, Shenmue responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Huber, no, yeah, that's just yeah, an sure. example. I mean, they yeah. they send us a code. I also buy a copy. 
You know what I mean? Oh, nice. So, okay, I see. From software, yeah, Resident Evil Day Two. One. Like, chances are they'll send us a review code. I will also purchase a copy to support. There, it. Yeah, that's a good thing. I, there's yeah. definitely games I knew I was going to review or signing a review that I had pre-ordered. And I ended up still buying it mm-hmm. because part of it is, I mean, yeah, like it, it's, it's one. Sometimes it's just showing support. Mm-hmm. Two, it's also I like the mantra of like paying for something that you're reviewing because that is yeah. part of the consumer experience. Totally. I'm not. T- I really don't like reviews being to tell. I, you can use a review for whatever you want, which includes informing you whether you should buy a game or not. Yeah. I don't think it's my job as a reviewer to tell you if you should buy it or not. Right. In most cases, I think it's talking about the quality. So, but I do think paying for it and like knowing that you had to like spend money to get in that experience does. For that need to be factored in sometimes yeah. in, in that state of mind. So it does help kind of keep things honest that and way. I don't, yeah. I, the, the funny, the thing with us that I like is I don't think that that influences our reviews. Obviously no, it really doesn't, but it's always been like a, a thing for me. If or like, possible. even like if you review resident evil two and purchase a copy anyway, like yeah. you can love that game and still get a fair score. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially games that we don't get uh, before release. Cause yeah. can't buy them. Yeah. Uh, most every game I've ever had to review that came out uh, on release or after uh, I've bought myself. Uh, yeah. I think the most recent one we didn't get like early that I did was uh, last year was super Mario odyssey mm. i went out and bought it the day of and right. like oh, i'm gonna like here you go now i'm reviewing it and stuff yeah like i think that's yeah. important also another thing that i've done before is if i did get a game for free i will not think very hard about buying like microtransactions DLC. or dlc i'm yeah, like I mean. i'm 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 60 bucks in the in the red or however it works <laughs> on this game black red which one's good black is good black is okay good. i'm Red's 60 bad. in the black on this game like like yeah. like Odyssey, uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. If I got it for free, I'll buy that ten dollar XP oh, bullshit. God. <laughs> Why not? Oh, God. That's a ten dollar game at that point. This next question, um, <laughs> uh, I guess you can answer it quickly. Um, it comes from Blue Koi. Hey allies, how do you rate Nintendo's mobile game efforts so far? Uh, the company has released five games that they developed or helped develop since announcing they would enter the mobile arena. Tomo, Super Mario Run, Fire Emblem Heroes, Animal Crossing, Pocket Camp, and now Dragalia Lost. Mario Kart supposedly coming in 2019. Supposed to be due out by like end of March. Wait, which one? Mario Kart. Oh, I didn't know they were doing that. Yeah, it's uh, Mario Kart like tour or something. Um, wow. But uh, are there any other Nintendo IPs you would think would benefit from a mobile release? Do you think there would be any benefit of releasing NES, SNES, or any retro titles uh, as standalone buys or perhaps virtual console app of some sort on a mobile device? Um, so the only thing I've yeah. ever truly loved on mobile, aside from like Jetpack Joyride and stuff, um, in World of Warcraft, one of the expansions, you could, on the app, send out your soldiers oh. to do missions and stuff. You could do that in Black Flag, too. In Black Flag, same okay. thing. I, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff because it feels like you can kind of take your game on the go. You're getting optional side quest stuff. You know, you're you're scratching that itch wherever you are. Um, You know, they're usually time-based. It's like, send your guy out for four hours. It's like, all right, I'll check back tonight. Yeah. I love integration like that. Um, Something with, with like, Animal Crossing, I think, could, could benefit. I mean, I hope Pocket they, Camp interacts with yeah, the like, new one. Like, well, that'd be crazy. They did, yeah. yeah, they did do that. Um, I, I mean, how do you feel, Ian, before you get um, the answer? I, like I liked Crossing. Pocket Camp. Uh, I liked it. Um, I played a heck of a lot of it. You beat it. I, I, I beat it, quote, <laughs> unquote. I set myself a goal. I wanted the tree okay, house okay. and the tree swing. <laughs> and once I got it, I never played it again. There you go. Um, and uh, Pokemon Go, I know it's not directly like Nintendo, only Nintendo. But yeah, but yeah. They have um, I think that is, you know, 
there obviously were some huge missteps, but I think it's it's a cool game and a really good idea. Um, I think that Pocket Camp is probably the best Nintendo mobile game in my opinion so oh, far. Quality-wise? Um, Quality-wise okay. and just playability. I think okay. I, I really liked how you played it. That said, I only the only other ones I played were uh, Mario Run Mario and Mitomo. Cool. Mario Run was like okay, but it's I was cool. like, all right, like yeah. the the Rayman one was better. Mm-hmm. So I liked, you know, maybe I, I mean I love Rayman, but uh, yeah, yeah, I think I mean like here's the thing, I'm not offended by them. Yeah, I think they can do whatever they want. They can do them till the cows come home, and it's fine. It's not really hurting anyone. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna read from what I wrote just to make it snappy, so I don't like drift. Uh, I think Mitomo was a learning experience. Yeah, uh, Mitomo wasn't, was wasn't a designed mistake. to appeal to users for very long, so it had a very short lifespan. Um, but it was a learning experience, mm-hmm. like you know, to learn what actually would appeal in mobile games. Super Mario Run, their second effort, uh, is a fixed price on mobile, and they found out it's hard to get that right. Uh, I think the game was still good. Yeah, it's just they, yeah, they just didn't know how to price it right. Mm-hmm. Animal Crossing showed people. To me, from what I saw from all the things, it showed that people just want an actual Animal Crossing yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, they really don't want the what was Pocket Camp was selling. Uh, Dragalia Lost and Fire Emblem Heroes are their best efforts, in my opinion. Huh. Um, they're decent games that tap into the gotcha mentality, which yeah. seems to be like the recipe for success on mobile. They're um, like super gotcha-y, though, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would, so I'd say quality-wise, they're getting better, mostly yeah. as time has gone on. Uh, money wise, Fire Emblem and Dragalia Lost are. Ra- I mean, Super Mario Runs brought in a lot of money, but like Fire Emblem Heroes, far and away, is their best make- money making game. Dragalia Lost is inching up very right past Pocket Camp. It's catching up to the Super Mario Runs performance at the same time frame okay. in their release. It's starting to catch up, so it's doing very well. But I'm very curious to see what they do with Mario Kart, as I don't think a gotcha model is going to work with that. I don't think fans will let them get away with that, and I don't think there's enough mm. characters unless they go beyond the, the, the Mario universe. The cart customization. Cart, cart that will drive people insane. People get mad. But they'll, like, get, they'll get... What if it's just cosmetics, Yeah, though? if it's only cosmetic. Because if, if you get wheels that have better traction and you can pay for it, that's a no-no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also wondering how it's going to work, because it's been shown that traditional handheld console games don't work with touchscreen controls, so they need some reworking. So I'm really curious how they're going to do this game. Yeah. Um. And you mentioned that Game Boy phone casing, yeah. and this yeah. is the point. Maybe if that's a legit thing happening that, that Nintendo's going to do, maybe retro style games can finally happen on on mobile phones and stuff. But a screen what this big. What uh, about Mario and Rabbids? What about it? Something like that would do, be so. Oh yeah, like, like tactical. Ta- exactly. Oh, well, that's yeah. what Fire Emblem Heroes yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they just don't. They don't do. It's like a watered down version of the main games. Yeah. But I think it's because uh, Mario and Rabbids takes a long time to do a mission. So they'd yeah. have to be like micro size. Shorter. They'd have to trim some of it. Mm-hmm. That definitely could work, Huber. This it's is definitely viable, but uh, I don't know if it's a uh, popular enough. And it, I don't know about like the these games. Like Fire Emblem wasn't the biggest franchise at all, mm-hmm. uh, and it, like it started exploding in popularity. And I think it was a combination of that, gotcha, some other elements. Uh, Timing is always. And uh, now it's one of the biggest things. Yeah. Uh, for Nintendo. This is a total aside, but please bring. Final Fantasy Tactics: War of the Lions Tactics. to Switch. Okay, Tactics. I agree with you. Yeah, like, I think it should happen. <laughs> even a remaster. Announce all those Final Fantasy games. It doesn't even have to be a remaster. Like, Square, just, just yeah. put it on the Switch, please. Put, yeah. Like yeah, the little or version. PlayStation, the, anything. Straight port. Hook us up. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know if we were, the next the final question was about like why do people want the 3ds to die? Hubert, I've actually asked you this question multiple times on this. Um, I, I really don't like. I, I, I uh, basically it's a really long question, mm-hmm. and they basically are arguing. They make their points about why. So this question is from a 
from Michelle Jackson. They argue why they think a dedicated handheld gaming machine is still better than what the Switch does. Hmm. Um, they have like cost, like the experience fits in your pocket, battery life, all these great arguments. And uh, wants to know why people are like still in a like uh, hurry for it to die. And I stuff. had a serious vendetta with the 3DS and DS because it was taking franchises I loved and and nerfing them down to be on handhelds. Yeah. And now that the Switch is out, all ill will is gone. You can <laughs> you can carry on 3DS. You know you're not hurting anyone now that uh, the Switch is getting those big releases, the mainline games. We're I getting think, Mario. Yeah. We're getting Zelda. I think so. for a while there was an impression maybe that. 3DS continued 3DS's continued existence was like somehow sapping mm. resources away from Nintendo Switch which is which true I don't because think they, is they, true because no, they merged their departments right. the mobile and console departments were merged yeah. they were supposed to be developing so like to be like have more synergy between right. the two so that argument doesn't really hold right. as much weight that's what I was going to say like yeah. I don't think that's the case and so I think yeah I think it's just kind of let it exist yeah it's not offensive yeah it's like yeah. Vita yeah well, we'll say. Well, Vita. Vita's going down. Vita's dead. Yeah. Still. Vita lasted longer than you thought. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's longer than you thought. So, I mean, there will be hey. a day when 3DS, they say, is... I bought I bought Just Dance for the Wii. <laughs> yes. I, I was looking through the calendar, Just the Ian, other day. And I saw that on the release thing. Like, <laughs> Ian Gang Wii version. Because we brought up. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's I pre-ordered. That's a thing that's happening. I pre-ordered Just Dance <laughs> for the Wii. So awesome. Uh, I will I say... I think I still have my Wii. Maybe well, in my you, closet. Uh, play on your Wii U, but you gotta play on the original Wii. Oh it's yeah, like the whole. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I want to pull out my Wii. <laughs> I want to like scrape all the battery acid yeah. out of the Wii remotes. God's uh, do you even have a so Wii gross. Motion Plus, or do you just have like? The I don't even Wii? think I do. I never yeah, got a Plus. OG Wii controllers. Oh my god, that is a video and a half. The dongles. Oh, that's old school. Um, I will say for all the reasons that they, that they listed in their questions, like all these positives for why the 3DS, uh, why they love their 3DS. I will say, and along with Nintendo, has said that they have they still have an interest in a 3DS successor. Huh. They, they, they've acknowledged they're like, hey, we're still looking into a 3DS successor, and that's not the Switch. I want to throw out there that the Switch revision next year is going to be a dedicated mobile version I was just of the say Switch. That. What if that's what the, res- the yeah. lower price, so even more appealing to families who may want to buy more than one? Which Nintendo stated in a recent investor uh, Q and A is a major goal of theirs, as they want to break the barrier of having more than just one Switch per household. They want multiple Switches per household. Making a more powerful version of a device, especially a handheld by Nintendo, only two years into the lifespan doesn't seem very likely to me. Uh, I, a light version seems more likely, um, and uh, basically that's the most I can see them doing. Yeah. Uh, the main reason I think that people view Switch as a hybrid, or at least a mobile system, uh, and but also get annoyed uh, at uh, like that when a game's only released on uh, the older, inferior mobile 3DS version... Uh, is because I don't want to carry around two handheld devices. Uh, I just want to carry around my Switch. I don't want to have to carry my 3DS around and my Switch. It's an inconvenience. It's it's like competing for my pocket space or my my handheld, you know, my carrying space essentially. And it's just uh, it's kind of a nuisance. That's really the only reason. <laughs> uh, also, I, I always love the ability to play portable games on a screen if I want to. Love yeah. Game Boy Player. Loved uh, all the stuff we got access to at game trailers to play DS yeah. and 3DS stuff on a TV. Very nice. Also, 3DS has had a great run. It's been yeah. out seven years, going on eight. It's got so a great long. library. Came out in 2011. Wow. has a great library of games. Can't take that away from it. That's a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think, at the very least, it needs a successor or 
if if that if the switch revision isn't going to be that like idea I threw out there, I, I I do think it will probably need a successor. But I think it is getting close to time to move on yeah. from that piece of hardware. It is it is weird in a world where everyone has supercomputers in their pockets. Yeah. Um, I do I do think probably not yet, and maybe not for another generation. But I do think it's not impossible to imagine a world where where dedicated uh, mobile gaming machines to kids seem strange and or antiquated. Like I could see that happening. I don't know that I'm not saying that that it's what I maybe think would happen, but it's like I could why see it, it call people right, or it's know? just like why I already I, I can do that on my phone. Yeah, like I wonder. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I, I I feel like it, yeah, it's difficult for me to envision a future where there isn't uh some kind of dedicated gaming unit device yeah. peripheral whatever it's going to be I, I mean i can't well, predict the future tech but i might i might bounce back on what i just said because there is something good about tactile buttons and if if we do pie in the sky get to a reality where we just have like gigabit wi-fi everywhere that you pay for through google or whatever and you can just use your dad's account your mom's account then it would be awesome to have a, a, a handheld thing that you can just stream dark souls 4 onto like so i don't know i don't I mean, know yeah, I could see that. I guess I should. Ref- that's why I'm having like I should rephrase my wording on the like instead of device. I guess like firmware, software, infrastructure, like ecosystem. I guess like yeah. Valve is the most analogous thing I can think of. Like a Nintendo version of Valve, a Sony version of Valve, where it's just like a storefront or something. Or mm. I, it's probably gonna be more than a storefront where it can exist on any device. Um, and that's where you get your your gaming experiences from them. But they can exist anywhere. But it's still dedicated to that. Like the crazy future, and what we yeah. talked about, it's gonna be like, yeah, you'd have like Johnny uh, and mnemonic instantaneously yeah. connections to anything that you want on any like device. Probably wouldn't even be a physical thing you hold because it's gonna be the, like wired yeah. to your brain, so that like controllers can, are gestural. You still see you, the like push buttons on your yeah, finger. And you're still feeling the impact, the input and stuff like that, even though it's not there. Yeah, and it's gonna be on a screen that's not there. You're still be able to see with your eyes because yeah. you do like heads up display in your eyes and stuff. <laughs> that's what's gonna be. It's gonna be yeah. like some crazy stuff like that. Yeah. But there'll always be like a these companies. I think will just evolve and become like. It'll become service-based. There just won't be hardware anymore. Right. It'll just become service-based. I guess is the best way to put it. And I mean, I think that the the question with hardware of this nature, consoles and stuff like that, is like they always have to they they always cater to um sort of like the lower middle income bracket of society, right? Because you want to price it so that the most number of people can buy it. Yeah. Obviously, if you're very impoverished, you can't afford it. And if you're super rich, it doesn't matter and you could afford something more. But like, they want to hit the biggest swath of people. So they're limited, in a sense, by how much crazy tech they can put into it. So I do think with consoles, obviously, you're like a few years behind every curve technology-wise. So I do think like the next handheld after the next handheld maybe would be the weird jump. Like it's just like we're never we're always going to be like five six years behind the craziest tech thing I think in oh, the consoles, consoles oh yeah in the console and handheld that, gaming a, world that's always going to be yeah, yeah that's, that's for, always going to no, be the for case sure. is what I'm saying yeah yeah exactly and like yeah so I think yep. the night the upside to that is crazy new tech gets hammered out by the time they put it in a mm-hmm. P- PlayStation or a handheld ray tracing right. PS5. Right. PS5 is going to ray trace like a champ. <laughs> PS6. PS, PS5 Pro, Hubert. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pro. Pro. <laughs> I'm waiting for that PS9, man. The promise. I, I was watching that like, that, like floating play- sphere that like, reads Huber. your thoughts. PlayStation 5 
RTX. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh here we go. No. <laughs> All right, we got here. Uh, th- that's uh, that's going to wrap it up for our questions. Um, I want to thank you to everyone who submitted questions for this week. Um, if you want, again, if you want to submit a question for consideration for a future episode of Friend Code, uh, the week we are recording, I'll put up a Patreon post for $5 and up patrons calling for your submissions. And uh, we'll select the uh, we'll select questions. Usually, how an episode goes, we have news. I tell you what the news is going to be that week, or what we're gonna, the topics are going to cover that week. You can ask questions related to those topics, and your questions will help drive the conversation by us talking about what you want to hear us talk about related to those topics. Unfortunately, just for the last few weeks, there haven't been any big Nintendo news. So uh, calm again, calm before the storm. Yeah, calm yeah. before the storm. Hopefully, we have a deluge Ho- holiday of, uh, new info info coming up. Some good stuff probably coming in the, the, the pipeline there, hopefully. But as always, I want to thank you both for joining me on this episode. And as usual, until next time, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Triforce.